good after, well, yeah, good afternoon, everybody. Good God afternoon, you hallelujah. Come on, say it, Dana. Today is Monday. It is Monday breakthrough, hallelujah. It is the lane of victory. As you jump on, just know you're jumping on to the right place because this is the place your breakthrough is going to come. Well, look, you've already got your breakthrough. You've already got the whole, come on. God is with you who can be against you. He who's justified you, given you his only son, come on. He will be with you. He will anoint you. He has called you into victory. Come on, My God. Hallelujah. Today is your day. Today is the hour. This is your time. Faith now faith is. Hallelujah. <laughs> Come on. You can jump for joy because it's Miracle Monday. Wow, you just you just you just threw all that down right I just threw it down right, right there. Right on the spot. Just all a right. threw it down. All right. Well, listen, you guys, as you are um, tuning in, please let us know where you are watching from. We would love to, um, what would we love to do? We'd love to greet you. We would and love tell to you greet you. Hello and bless you. Hallelujah. Amen. And pray okay. for you. All right. So I've got myself set up there. All right. Good. Done. Okay. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, sir. You want to start in prayer? Hey, I can start you in greet, prayer. You want to greet the people starting prayer? I'm waiting for people to jump on. Let me know where they're jumping on from. Right. Let me know where you're jumping on from as you come on. Yomi says, hello. Hi, Yomi. Yomi, hey, loved your new house, bro. It was <laughs> awesome. Hallelujah. And so were the fireworks. Fireworks were pretty awesome. Yeah, they were. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> So let's see. I see five people on. So please let us know where you guys are watching from. My voice feels really hoarse today. I'm still drinking coffee because, you know, it's never a bad time for coffee. Of course, we're doing a, a, a lunchtime, you guys. Obviously, we normally do the morning. We're doing lunch today. So um, we're a, a lunch hour of power. How about that? <laughs> or encouragement. Amen. So we're going to give you some lunch hour encouragement and let's, let's get into it. Lunch hour encouragement. The hour of power. Come on. Okay. Praying out the word, expecting results. Amen. Amen. Come on. That's power. That's an acronym for power. Amen. Praying out the word, expecting results. All right. Shelly Jean from Missouri met you at 425 in Denver. That's right. Come wow. on, girl. How are you? Congratulations. I see that you just got married. God bless you, my sister. Congratulations on your Hallelujah. new marriage. And um, hope you guys are doing well. Are So are you in Missouri now? That's right. You are in Denver, Missouri. I bet you that's a, a, a bit of a change, right? So congratulations, though, and God bless you guys in Missouri. Hallelujah. Amen. Come on, Jesus. So, all right, Woo! you guys. So listen, we are going to be talking about faith today. Of course, that's what we talk about pretty much every time we jump on is faith. We're talking about faith talks, right? That's what we do, faith talks, and we want to encourage you guys in your faith and in your faith walk. So Amen. would you like to open in prayer? I would. So Father, in Jesus' name, 
I thank you that now faith is. It's the substance of things we're hoping for and the evidence of things not seen. Father, I thank you that we can walk in what we don't see, but know that we have the petition because we walk by faith. Father, I thank you for that in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you that today each and every person on here on the replay, Father, will be touched by your power, will be touched by your presence, Mm, will be touched by the anointing of your glory right here, right today in Jesus' mighty name. Father, we thank you right now that, Father, that just, Lord, we thank you. Thank you, Jesus, for your presence. Thank you, Jesus, for the fire of the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus, that you never leave us or forsake us. I thank you, Jesus, that you and the Holy Spirit are making intercession before the throne of God day and night before us. Hallelujah. For us. Hallelujah. So I thank you that we cannot fail. Hallelujah. We're failure free. That's right. Because we're in the grace of Jesus. And when we do fail, we have an advocate who's seated next to the Father who washes us and cleanses us according to his word. In 1 John 4, 9, if you confess your faults or your failures, God, who is righteous, will cleanse you of all righteousness. Hallelujah. And restore you. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So I just what, butchered butchered that last scripture. A little bit, but it's okay. We're just gonna pretend. <laughs> Hallelujah. We're just, we're just gonna skip on over that for a second. We're gonna jump jump into faith. Listen, you guys. So I wanted to talk about and Sage, you can jump in on that with with jump on this with me. But you know, sure. three three things that'll hinder your faith. Three things that three things that that'll hinder faith. If you're and if you're not in alignment and these. These three things, your faith is not going to be effective. In fact, these things can pull you out of uh, faith if you're not in alignment with them. So the first thing is wrong thinking. Wrong thinking, man. Wrong. Th- so I'm just going to lay them out really, really quickly. So wrong thinking, wrong speaking, and wrong believing. So these three things, if they are not in agreement, if they're not in alignment, and they're not corrected, can will kinder your faith or pull you right out of faith. That's so right. we'll start with the first one, wrong thinking. Wrong thinking. You know, why Come is on. it so important that we have the mind of Christ? Why is it so important that we're getting in our word, you know, getting in the word daily? And it should be priority that we are eating of the word, that we're pressing into the things of the word. You know, because because it's the word of Hebrews uh, chapter four, verse 12, the word is living and active. Uh, you know, John 1, 1, you know, the word in the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was God. The word is Jesus. And as Come we on. are getting the word into our heart, as we are preaching Hallelujah. the word, amen, you know, the, it's, oh, you know what, let's go to, let's go to Romans 12. And Romans most, 12, most of and us, two. most of us know Romans 12. And if you don't, you should, but let's look at Romans 12. Okay. So I, I'm telling you why the word is so important and why it's so important that we are in alignment with the word of God in our thinking. Amen. Because if our thinking is not correct, hi, auntie, then our, our, our faith and our believing is not going to be, it's not, it's going to be it's going to just basically not even be effective. It's not, I mean, you may as well not even be in faith. So Romans chapter 12, starting in verse one, 
It says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed. If you're, you know, everybody type transformed, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may be able to prove what what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of the Lord. We are to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. How do we renew our mind? According to the word of God. The only way that we are going to be renewing our mind, you guys, is according to the word, is 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 as we get into the word of God, as we're spending time in the word of God. Amen. That is how, hi, David. God bless you, my brother. That is how we begin to renew our mind. That's how we're going to begin to have the mind of Christ and put on the mind of Christ and not be, you know, having stinking thinking like the rest of the world. So it's so imperative that we are getting into the word of God, you know, that when the enemy comes and tries to press you, you can refute him with the word. Good morning or good afternoon, Carla. Tiari, I keep forgetting it's not morning, it's afternoon. God bless you guys. Good afternoon. Love you guys. Come on, Carla. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. So, you know, as 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 the enemy comes and he tries, because he's going to try to test any of us, all of us, right? We're As long as we're in this flesh, he's That's going to job. try. He, exactly. He's going to try to test us. He's going to try to get us out of faith. You know, that's why Paul told Timothy to fight the good fight of faith because we contend to stay in faith because that's the first thing that the enemy is trying to take us out of is faith. Amen. And he takes you out of that faith by attacking your thinking. Right. Because if he can get into your thinking or your realm of thinking, he can direct your path. Come on. He can also direct your believing and he can direct your speaking. That's right. You know, so you have to be super careful and you have to renew your your mind according to the word of God. That's Just right. like it says in Romans 12 too. I beseech, right? It's how does it say? Being transformed by the renewing. You're right. By the renewing. Do not that's, be conformed to this world, but transformed. That's right. Do not be conformed to the ways of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind according to the word of God. That's Look, right. your thinking is renewed by the scriptures, by the word of God. That's Come right. on. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So Romans 10, 17, that faith comes by... By hearing the word, by getting the word into your perceptions, into your heart. You've got to spend time with him. You've got to allow yourself. You've got to carve out time to take time to get into the word. Because if you're still thinking the way you used to think, you're always going to produce what you've always produced. If you want to change, you've got to change and you've got to get in line with the word of God. And when you get your in line with the living word of God. Come on. Because it's the word, according to Hebrews Mm 4.12, that's living and active. Come on. It's living and active and powerful and able to discern the thoughts and intents of each and every one of us. That means the word is living. It's able to get into you and seek out those places
verses on in your thinking that need it to be applied so it can drive out the darkness Amen. and bring light. Hallelujah. Amen. Why? Because it's powerful, it's living, and it's active. And when you apply your faith to it, it goes to a whole nother level. That's right. That's right. That's why he says he gives you authority and power to drive out darkness. What is that? Any place my thinking runs away with me, I can apply the word of God. And because that word is living and active and my faith is on the word of God, because faith in the word is faith in God. Mm -hmm. To have faith in God is to have faith in his word. Come on. That's right. Hallelujah. And so that, you know, we need to know the word of God. We got to have the word of God in our heart because, you know, the enemy is, like I said, is going to come and he's going to try to test you and you're in, in, in the word. He's going to try to test you in the word. He's going to try to test you in what you, you, you are professing to believe, you know, Earlier this last week, we talked about, you know, Christianity being the great profession, the great confession, right? Because we got to hold fast to what we believe. We got to hold fast in our confession to what the word of God says. But we're not going to know, you know, what the word of God says if we're not getting into it, if we're not reading it. And, you know, this is one area that a lot of people within the church fall short is they don't know the word of God. You know, a lot of people, even in the church who have been Christians for many years, don't necessarily know their word. They're just relying and dependent on their pastors, right? To feed them the word, to give them the word and, and, and not finding out what the word has to say about them and who they are and what they have for themselves. And so, you know, how are you going to refute the enemy when he tries to, you know, come and shoot his fiery darts and tries to speak lies to you? How are you going to refute him if you don't have the word of God? Jesus himself refuted the enemy with the word, right? When he was in the desert, when he was led into the wilderness, I should say, for the 40 days. And at the end of it, you know, the enemy came and tested him and he tested, the enemy tested him with the word, but Jesus refuted him with the word, right? You know, he refuted him with the word of God. We refute the enemy with the word of God, you know, by when he comes and, and tries to, you know, place thoughts of discouragement into you. You know, you can say greater is he who's on the inside of me than he who's in the world. You know, the same power that rose Christ from the dead lives and dwells in me and quickens my mortal body. Father, I thank you that you quicken me and that you lead me in triumph and victory, Lord, in all things. I thank you, Father that no weapon forged or formed against me will prosper and I will refute every tongue that accuses me. I thank you. You begin to refute the enemy in this way. You begin to speak the word of God. Amen. And so it's so important, you guys, that we know the word of God. You know, uh, Ephesians 4.27, make no place for the devil. Make no place for him in your thinking. Make no place for him in your emotions. Make no place for him in your mouth. Make no place for him in your life, period, right? You know, we we cannot give place in any way. So we don't agree with the thoughts of the enemy when he comes and he tries to say, oh, you've done it now. Or, oh, you're, you know, you're never going to amount to anything or whatever the case is. You tell him to shut up and you refute that thought. You resist him because according to Ephesians, you resist the devil and he shall what? That's right, Carla. The Please truth sets us free. Me. He shall flee when you resist him. That's how you resist him. You resist him by refuting him through the word and you and not yielding and giving him any place in your life. Amen. Come on. Hallelujah. So, you know, wrong thinking will take you out. 
wrong thinking will take you out because when you start dwelling on wrongful thoughts, what happens? You start confessing those wrongful thoughts. You start speaking what you are thinking. Why? Because it, why? It gets into your heart. What does the Bible say? Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. speaks, right? So, you know, whatever we we allow into our heart is going to come out of our mouth. So our thinking has to be, would you like to say something? Because you can interrupt anytime. Okay, keep going. I'll okay, because you're going like this, like you I'm usually, like, I'm usually just you're ready to start, you chomping at the bit. I'm, so, I'm just thinking. Would you, what are you thinking? Because your thinking's important, you Sage. Across your <laughs> across your contact. Oh, I do? Like a piece of hair. What? Yeah, it's no, weird. I don't. Okay. I don't have anything across my... I would feel it, I promise. No, on the inside I of would... your contact. It's weird. I would feel it if, if there was... <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, though. Well, now that you shared what you're thinking, is that correct, Sage? That because is it's correct. Gonna, it's going to take you out That's of faith. Or it's going to bring well, you look, in in faith. So... <laughs> So he was thinking something got him distracted. He was seeing things in my my contacts for whatever reason, oh, and, and that took him right out of the realm of faith. See, we were talking about faith. Oh, there you go. <laughs> it's just that simple. When you get distracted in your thinking, yeah, I'm telling you. Come on, I, I'm telling you. But you know what? That's that's extremely you know in, important. Is your thinking. That's why it's so important to get into the Word of God. That's well, why it's we're so. Gonna, we're gonna uh, dismiss our guest here from the broadcast. I think he has something he has to go do. And no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Distraction. Distractions. But no, listen. Your thinking is so important. Come on, you have to think in line right. with the Scripture. You have to align yourself with the Scripture because I'm telling you, when you do, you will see a mighty outflow in your life that. It will overflow you and overtake you. The blessings of God will run you down. Come on. Because when you're when you're pressing into the word and you're filling your mind and your heart with the word of God. That's right. Come on. That word is living and it's powerful. That's right. And it goes ahead of you. It's behind you. Just like Peter when he was in the boat. I preached this yesterday. When, when Jesus said, come out onto the water. Come on. Jesus stepped out of that boat. And he walked on that word that Jesus gave him. Come. So I want to, so you could, that word, it can go ahead of you and it goes behind you. And in that word, let me tell you right now, it will make a way through any circumstance and situation that you're in. But you've got to get it into your heart and you've got to get it into your mind. You've got to allow that word to transform you. Come on, that word in in Romans 12 too, that says, you know, you must be conformed, no longer conformed to this world, but be transformed. That's actually in reference to the transformation like a butterfly when a when a moth cocoons itself and then turns into a butterfly come on come on you've got to cocoon yourself in the word of god you've got to allow the word to cocoon you to wrap around you to get into every part of your life and when it does you burst through come on you burst through into it as a beautiful butterfly and you That's begin right. to soar hallelujah and 
my God. Well, and listen, listen, Hebrews 12, 2. So let me read it out of the Passion Translation. It says, we look away from the natural realm. See, we as people of faith, we're not looking at the natural realm, Amen. you guys. We're not focused on the natural realm. We're not looking at the circumstances and the things that are going on in the natural realm. Even Why? though we're in it. Right, because the Bible says we walk by faith, not by sight. So we're not led by our five senses. We're not led by what we see, by what we feel, by what we, you know, what we can touch. We are led by faith. We are led by faith. Amen. So we walk by faith, not by sight. But so we don't look to the natural realm, it says, but we focus our attention and our expectation onto Jesus who birthed faith within us and led who leads us forward into faith's perfection, right? So that's Hebrews 12 verse 2 that I was reading. So just as we were, and don't ask me why I even went there, but I just felt to go there probably for that reason, because faith, right? Because Amen. of faith. Come on. Amen. <laughs> faith, Hallelujah. you guys. Faith. Amen. And we are set apart. Amen. So Come we, on, Maya. So listen, we don't look to the natural realm. We don't look to the things uh, of the world. We don't look to those things because we walk by faith. Amen. So, you know, a lot of times what happens, and I'll just be really transparent what happens to me. There's a lot, there's times where I can begin to, to look at the natural and be pressed by the natural circumstances. And thank you, Jesus, for, you know, a husband who will catch these things and call those things out. And he'll look at me and be like, quit focusing on that. Quit thinking about those things and start thinking about, you know, the word of God. Start thinking about, tell me what the word says. And then I'll start, okay, this is what the word says. This is what, okay, well then start saying what the word says. We got to start thinking and saying what the word says. Otherwise, we're going to be pulled out of a place of faith. And again, that's what the enemy tries to do is he tries to pull us out of faith. Why does he try to pull us out of faith? Because if he can pull us out of faith, he can render us ineffective in the kingdom. Amen. Come on. That's right. Because Hebrews eleven six, without faith, it's impossible to what? Please God. Without, for, the, for those who come to him must believe that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. That's right. So without faith, it's impossible to please God. So we got to stay in faith. Amen. And and believe that God is who he says he is. He's going to do what he says he's going to do. He's going to perform his word because he's not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. He's faithful to perform his word. Amen. And he will prevail in our lives as long as we hold fast to our confession of faith and we stay steadfast on the word of God. We can, we we continue to transform, you know, the 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 stinking thinking areas of stinking thinking that we may have and allow the Lord to transform and meditate on the word of God, we walk in victory. We walk in victory. So again, recapping the three things that will hinder your faith is wrong thinking. That's the first thing. Wrong thinking. Amen. That stinking thinking because what we think we're going to end up confessing. So again, that's uh, when we talked about Hebrews or excuse me, uh, Romans 12, stop imitating the ideals and the opinions of the culture around you. That's what you got to do. Stop mm. imitating the ideals and the opinions of the cultures around you. How many times have you asked uh, another Christian, how's it going? Mm. How's it going? How are you doing? And they're like, oh, the first thing they start listing off everything that's going wrong. Everything that's going wrong in their life, they start confessing, start listing off. Well, I'm doing okay, but I'm dealing with this and I'm da 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 da. And they start 
you know they start saying the opinions of of the natural realm the the then or even the narrative of the world the thing that they're trying to push sajit love you god bless you my brother hey candy but but think about this think about this okay and but it's but it's just when people are that way oftentimes it's only because they've not been taught properly so they've allowed themselves to get into a place where they've been more motivated by a fleshly gospel than a Ooh. than a than a than a gospel that has rendering effect on every circumstance Hi, of life Come on. And it's just the fact that certain things or certain principles haven't been taught in the that's, body of that's, Christ. That's come true. On. With, 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 come on. And Dana's talking about faith. But I want to I say this and I want to get back on the thinking. Mm -hmm. Because we were talking about thinking, right believing, and right speaking. Sure. But here we go. Okay. So that faith only gets developed as in, your, in the word of God. Right. Come on. You have to spend time time in the word you have to develop and uh, look it's a if we don't have a gospel that applies to everyday life in everybody's circumstance or situation it's not of use to anybody come on so what is it so we're saying as you allow yourself and develop yourself in the word of god daily as you get into the word your faith will increase and as that faith increases you're taking and exchanging right. old mentalities and thoughts for new mentalities and thoughts that will transform and change you. But if you pull away from the word of God, you'll go directly back to where you came. That's, right. That's, That's why right. it's so important that you're in it daily, that you're talking it daily, right. that you're speaking it yeah. daily, Amen. that you're walking in Amen. it, speaking in it, believing in it daily. Because Amen. as you do, Amen. you will produce the fruits of the spirit of character in your life and one of those fruits is faithfulness amen. another translation says one of those fruits is faith come amen, on amen. the fruit of the spirit is faithfulness That's which right. is faith which will take you to the other side that will give you the victory every single time that's why he says in second corinthians chapter 10 he says to take your thoughts captive by mm -hmm. what by the living word of god That's come right. on you've got to exchange the lie for the truth That's come right. on there's a process of exchanging the lie for the truth That's right. come on before i was saved i thought certain things were truth but when i got saved i found out those things were lies and i had to continuously exchange those things in the word of God to develop the character within me. Right. And it didn't happen overnight. It was a continuous diet of the word of God and dwelling right. in his word that took me to the other side to where now certain things in my life, I've developed that character of faith through the living word of God by taking those thoughts captive that I can walk in victory Amen. no matter what Amen. because God has developed it within me and that living word is abiding in me powerfully come on Amen. so mm. and I, I want to say something Wait, and that's you can do that daily you sure can it's daily it has it's to be daily. daily it has to be daily. daily so the importance I stress 
on the daily activity of the living word of God, spending time daily That's with right. him. That's right. And I wanted to clarify something that you said, there because you were talking about making it, you know, making it, you know, we make the word practical or I mean, I should say we make the word, um, I, I think you said relevant or something like that, but I just wanted to clarify. It's not, it's not, yeah, it's not that we're changing the word of God. We are, we don't change the word of God, no. but we make practical applications daily, like the confessing it, right? Like practicing and being doers of the word daily. And so I just felt it was important Absolutely. to clarify that, Absolutely. you know, because we're not changing the word of God. You don't ever change the word of God. You don't water it down. You don't make it relevant to today because the word of God is relevant in any, any era, any time, any hour. Amen. But it's making those practical uh, uh, applications to you guys. And because the word of God is practical, you make those practical applications, which is Sage was talking about, which is we're focused on thinking. We barely made it to point one. But, the, you know, the thinking, the thinking and getting into the word daily and thinking properly, having the mind of Christ, confessing. You know, I have the mind of Christ. I operate out of the mind of Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, that's he, uh, that's first Corinthians chapter two, verse 16. It says, for who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him, but we have the mind of Christ. Amen. And you can put your hand over your head right now and say, thank you, Jesus. I have the mind of Christ. Thank Confess you, Jesus. Yeah, confessing that. Thank you, Jesus. I have the mind of Christ. And I operate out of the mind of Christ. You can do and stuff I like this. I operate out of the mind of Christ. You can do stuff like this every day. Come every on. day. Hallelujah. Amen. Making those confessions and getting into the word of God. So so let me say that just to tag on with that. I, I really just, just jumped up. But see, as you're a new creation in Christ, according to Second right, Corinthians Marty. 5 17. You're a new creation in Christ. You're under new ownership. Right. The moment you said yes to Jesus, what were you saying? I reject the old, uh, the old, uh, what, what, what are the, the old management. I reject the old management and I receive the new management right. of the living word of God. Come on. So what are you doing? You're saying because I've rejected old management, the ways of the world, come on, and I've now received the new management in order for me to know what that new management desires of me, I've got to train myself in his manual for successful living as I'm going through in this new so I see a question here. Um, Scott asks, what about uh, what about strongholds of the mind that are generational? Okay, so strongholds of the, of the mind that are generational. Ready? Are you ready for this? Here it is. Jesus is the one in his word that breaks all of those strongholds, whether they're generational. And, and I'll just use one example. Well, my father's father died from cancer. My father died from cancer or alcohol. We'll use alcohol. Sure. My great grandfather was an alcoholic. He would, my dad was an alcoholic. And my uncle was an alcoholic. My entire family was an alcoholic. Look, the only way that that gets shifted or changed as you begin to bring that way of thinking into 
align with the word of God. And you take those things captive, meaning when you begin to have those stronghold thoughts, you say, no, my word says I take that captive that I've been set free by the blood of Jesus, that I'm no longer the old man, but I'm a new man alive in Christ. The old man is dead with his lust and passion. Listen, 2 Corinthians 5, 17, that old man is dead. So you're a new man alive in Christ. You're under new management. That old man that was of that old way, come on, is dead and buried in the grave and you've been made alive in Christ. You're now not under that old management, that old generational line. You're under a new generational line and his name is Jesus. He's the one. Come on, you're under a new bloodline and his name is Jesus. That's That's why it's so important, the blood of Jesus that washes you, that cleanses you, that makes you whole, that saves you. Come on, that breaks the hold according to 1 Colossians 1 verse 13 that breaks the power or the hold of the enemy over your life of darkness. Boom! So all of that is broken away from you. You may have resonance on your thinking but your thinking gets submitted to the word of God and you take those things captive. The word says I'm going to read this really quick. So really then it's a matter of transforming or renewing your mind. It's renewing your mind. Renewing your mind, which is what we just read in in Romans chapter 12, verse 2, right? You renew your mind. It's a matter of changing your thinking and and, and, and resisting the devil as he tries to hit you. As he's resisting him. Resisting. So 2 Corinthians chapter 10, of course, verse 3 says, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. Come on. When we were in the world, we warred according to the worldly way. We world we ward according to old management way. Come on. But now, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty in God for the pulling down of strongholds. No, that's 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 a place ready of lies, fears, doubt self-worth or self-image. Come on. Any place that there is a stronghold of a lie, a doubt, a fear, a self-worth that's lower than what the word says or self-image. You take those strongholds that the enemy has tried to place in your life. Come on, every one of those. Come on, he tries to lie to us because he is the father of lies. Right, and you can just tell. Come on, he... Like, like I said, right? I mean, you, when he tries to hit you with those thoughts, you know, what, what creates a strong a stronghold in your life? A stronghold a is created, well, yeah, it's the value. fear. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just like getting out of my own. The foundation of that is the lie and the fear. But what happens is, you know, when you when you're meditating on that lie or the fear, it creates a stronghold. You when you're thinking about it too much, and what happens is then the enemy continues to to build off of that and compile off of that. So, for example, I'm going to grab these books here. Okay, so you know, we'll just say, okay, here was the initial lie. Well, you thought about it and you dwelled on it a little too long. So the next time that lie comes back, oh, here's another building block. 
oh, here's another building block until you still, until you have a stronghold built up in your mind of, we'll just use for the example, you know, this example, um, oh, I'm no good and I'm just worthless or whatever. We'll use that as an example, okay? Until you have a stronghold of that built up and, and then, you know, somebody tries to compliment you and you can't even receive it or somebody tries to tell you who you are in the word of God and you can't even receive it because you have this stronghold built up. So what you need to do, how do you tear down strongholds? Through the word of God. You begin to do the opposite. You begin to discipline yourself in the word and you begin to declare what the word of God says against this stronghold. So again, going with that example, then I would declare that, you know, I'm the head and not the tail. I thank you, Father, that I am blessed. I, you know, you can go to Ephesians chapter one. I'm blessed with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. He chose me before the foundation of the earth to be a son, to be a, a adopted into the kingdom of the son of his love amen Come on. You, you, um, you know deuteronomy chapter 28 Come i'm on. blessed in my coming i'm blessed in my going so you know you begin to tear down those strongholds in your mind through the word of god by confessing the opposite by by confessing the opposite which is what the word of god says amen by confessing the truth and meditating on the truth of the word of god and what the word says and that's how you begin to build up you know, the word in your heart. So next time the enemy tries to come and test you in this place, you can say, nope, you foul devil. We've gone through this before. I recognize that. I'm not going to play that again. And you begin to speak the word and say, nope, this is what the word says. The word says that I'm the head and not the tail. The word says I'm above and not below. The word says that I'm victorious, that greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. The the word says that, you know, no weapon forged or formed against me will prosper. And I'll refute every tongue that accuses me. I mean, you begin to declare the word and tell that devil to shut up and go back to hell from where he came. Amen. So, So that's how you tear down those strongholds. That's how they're built up. But that's how you tear them down as well. Amen. That's right. They're built up in lies, fears, self-image, self-doubt. Amen. Amen. That's right. Come on. So we, so that was the wrong thinking. That is why it is so important, you guys, that we are meditating on the word of God and that we are reading the word of God and that we're getting it into our hearts. Amen. That we don't give the enemy place according to Ephesians chapter four, verse 27, that when he comes with a lie, we don't give him place. We don't meditate on it. So we don't even give those strongholds a chance to grow the demonic ones, right? Well, yeah, Mm. demonic strongholds, period. So that's point one. Strongholds are demonic. I know. That's why I said strongholds, period, because they're demonic. Okay. So I just want to, let me finish this scripture. Oh, I'm sorry. So ready? So the strongholds that Dana just, just went through, right, which could be lies, fears, doubt, self-image, or self-worth, right? Mm-hmm. Those are the areas the devil likes to play in to build up those things. So <laughs> ready? Thinking devil. Ready? So we take, we take the stronghold, ready? By casting down imaginations or arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Come Come on. on. Anything that exalts itself against the word of God is brought, you need to subject it to the word in order to bring that stronghold down. Amen. So let me put it to you like this. So, and I'm just going to reiterate what Dana said, because sometimes saying something more than once brings revelation to it, right? So listen to this. Some of the weapons that pull down these strongholds, ready, is number one, 
God's word, Hebrews 4, 12 and 13. The blood of Jesus Christ, Revelations 12, 11. Come on, and the name of Jesus, Mark 16, 17. Strongholds are pulled down and confronted. Bondages are broken as these spiritual weapons of our warfare are employed over our life. Amen. Amen. And why? Because that word is living and active and powerful to discern the thoughts and intents. Come on, even to the bone and marrow, meaning what? That the word of God, the moment you say, well, the word says this because his word, according to Isaiah 55, 11, will never return void. So it, as you release it by your speaking, uh-oh, by your speaking, because your thinking has been realigned to adjust to the word. Now, as you release your speaking, you're now believing properly yeah. and you will get the, the desire of your heart. And that is freedom. Amen. Amen. Hi, Mokahana. God bless you, my sis. Hallelujah. So, uh, so that was point one was wrong thinking. Wrong thinking. And the, and what kind of what I was going over was the three things that will hinder your faith, right? So the one first one is wrongful thinking. If you're thinking wrong, chances are you're going to start confessing wrong and you're going to start believing wrong, which That's goes right. into the rest. So the point two is wrong speaking. Come on. Speaking the wrong thing. Listen, if you're thinking the wrong thing, you like I said, you're going to speak the wrong thing. We got to make sure... Friend, you're not even in the video, oh. like at all. It's like the whole time you've been like this, just speaking oh, like right. this. <laughs> well, sorry. Get 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 sorry. up in here, friend. Um, so, hey, I like <laughs> I like what David put up there. He says, "Let the word of Christ live in you richly, flooding you with all scripture. wisdom. Apply the scripture as you teach." And instruct one another with psalms <laughs> and 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 with festive praise with his prophetic songs. Amen. That's, that's a good scripture, that's a David. Good scripture. Amen. So wrong. Apparently, I was out of screen. So. Yeah. But now I'm back in. <laughs> well, hello. Well, the hello. voice you were hearing off to the side was. Here, let me get my hand back here. That way I can. Well, we're gonna fight for. There we're we gonna go. jug for arm position for position here. There we go. That got me back in. Okay. Our shenanigans. Uh, all right. So, ready? So let's get back to it. So rightful <laughs> thinking will produce rightful speaking. That's Amen. Right. He so Proverbs eighteen twenty one says, uh, "There's life and death in the power of the tongue." That's right. And those who love it shall eat thereof. Come on, shall Hallelujah! The, it's fruit. It's thereof. fruit. Amen. You're, you're gonna eat. Life or death. So, Steve, he said, you guys life? are pre you guys are precious. precious. You know, that, that's like what the old the old South ladies, those old Southern ladies say when you're like, you guys are stupid. <laughs> They're like, bless your yeah. precious oh, little hearts. Bless your precious which, little Which is heart. like translation for you know, like you guys are dumb. <laughs> which, is, which, which is hilarious. So sometimes you know. Hey, that's my friend. Steve, I'm on your side with this. Amen. So listen. And I'm going to read that scripture in, in, chapter, in Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21. It says, death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. Come on. You guys, listen. 
In what word? <laughs> what did he, says, what did he say? He goes, I didn't say that. <laughs> I know you didn't say that. I'm just giving you a heart. Don't worry, Steve. We're, we're, I'm totally fine. <laughs> we're just messing we're, around. We're just playing. But, but really, that's like the old. The, this the is old, Danish and Some of the Southern ladies, that's, that's what the translation really is. So. <clears throat> So listen, what we Come speak. On. Auntie Auntie K House says, send that devil right back to hell you, where it came I'm from. I'm telling you, we have to. Hallelujah. I'm telling you. So listen, death and life are in the power of the tongue. We know that. We know according to James, you know, that your tongue has the ability to either, you know, set your course on fire towards hell or to set you in the right direction. Your tongue, it says, even though it's small, a small body part, just like a ship, it's a rudder. Your tongue is a rudder and it will steer you in the direction, amen, of whatever you're speaking. It will steer you in that direction. So what are you speaking? If you're speaking, you know, doubt, unbelief, discouragement, death, you are going to steer yourself in that direction because your mouth is like a rudder. But if you're speaking life and faith and things in accordance to the word, then you are going to steer yourself in that direction. Amen. Can I, can I, can I add to that real quick? Sure. Now this comes from Proverbs eighteen twenty. Listen, or, or nine, yeah, 19. Listen to this. Excuse me. 20 and 21. In chapter 18. Proverbs 18, 20 and 21. Listen to 18. It says, sharing sharing words of wisdom is satisfying to the inner being. Mm -hmm. It encourages you to know that you've changed someone else's life. Come on. Come on. A man's belly is filled with the fruit of his mouth. And by the harvest of his lips... He will be satisfied. That's right. That's right. Come on. That's the promise of speaking right things, letting right things come forth from your mouth, speaking the word of God. And then 21, he says, your words are powerful. That's right. That they will kill or give life. Come on. That's come on. Right. Your words that come forth from your mouth are going to bring death or they're going to bring life. Yeah. That's why it's so important that we speak the word of God, that we speak edification. Ooh, come on. We speak love, that we're kind yes. in our speech, that we're, that we're encouraging Ooh, in our speech. Come on. Because when we speak, we carry power with yes. it. Now, look, when we were in the world and we spoke words, of death, we receive that death over mm -hmm. our life. Come on. Yeah. So we receive those sicknesses. We receive those yeah. diseases. Yeah. So That's now right. how much more so that we're under new management and new thinking should we be speaking the new management way, which is the living word of God. That's right. We should be speaking what he speaks and not declaring anything of the old man because that old man is dead That's right. and we're alive and That's new. Right. So as we speak life, we'll have life. As we speak wholeness, we'll have That's wholeness. right, David. That's right. So listen, so let me let me tell you really quick though what the word says about the tongue. Of course, you heard what it says in Proverbs 18:21, and something that popped out to me with that was he says, You'll reap a harvest of whatever you're speaking. So what does that tell sure. me? Your words are seeds, and your words you you will reap a harvest of whatever you're speaking. Okay, your words are seeds, you're gonna reap the harvest of what you're speaking. Can I add to that real quick? Just real quick. Just real fast, just real now think about that. If your words are seeds, so are your thoughts seeds to your life. There you go. Bam. <laughs> Bam. So listen. 
That when, was, hey, that. When, when Jesus fed 5,000, he gave thanks before the, for the increase. Amen. Come on, James. So James chapter 3, verse 1. It hey, talks James. about I James. know. It talks about the untamable tongue. Let not... I'm, I'm starting in verse 1. I'm going to read from the New King James. But it says, My brethren, let not many of you become teachers, knowing that we shall receive a stricter judgment. For we all stumble in many things, but if anyone does not stumble in word, he is a perfect man, able to also bridle the whole body. Indeed, Amen. we put bits into horses' mouths that they may obey us and we turn their whole body. Look at the ships. Although they are large and driven by fierce winds, they are turned by a very small rudder wherever the pilot desires. Even so, the tongue is a little member and boasts uh, great things. See how great a forest a little fire kindles, and the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. The tongue is so set among our members that it defiles the whole body and sets on fire the course of nature and is set on fire by hell. So... And then it goes on to talk about it being unruly and full of poison. And verse, I'm going to skip down to verse 10. Out of the same mouth proceed blessings and cursings. My brethren, these things ought to not be so. Does a spring send forth fresh water and also bitter water from the same opening? And of course, it goes on to say, can a fig tree, brethren, bear olives or grapevine bear figs? Thus, no spring yields both salt and fresh water. So what is that saying? You can't speak blessings and cursings. You can't speak life and death. Amen. You cannot have those things proceed out of your mouth. Both things proceed out of your mouth. Why? Because, well, because it's, listen, you're, first of all, you're not going to see faith in that. Because going back to James chapter 1, you can read that whole verse. Uh, you're divided uh, in your thinking. Yeah, the whole verse and and uh, from verse 1 through through eight, talking about having a double-minded and no man should think he should receive anything from God if he is double-minded. Amen. It's that same principle and you're speaking life and death. You can't be successful in your walk with God in this spiritual walk. You're not going to see breakthrough. You're not going to see faith bring there forth the fruit that it's supposed to bring. Come on, that's come on. <laughs> Unless you're speaking faith, come life, on. The word Hope, of God. The word. Amen. You totally Hallelujah. just threw me off. That was weird. <laughs> <laughs> that so, was good though. You, you tied so, it together like that. So that's that's what that's what the one <laughs> speaking of in James, the one who's divided in his thinking. So if you're speaking life and death, come on, that also saying you're divided in your speech, so you're divided in your thinking. That's right. So that's what we referred to in the back. That's right, James. Come on. Hallelujah. <laughs> So, you know, we have to make sure that we're speaking. I mean, that is the power, you guys. That is the power in mm -hmm. our tongue. You know, by our confession, we will be imprisoned. Or by our confession, we will be set free. So, you know, we have to make sure that we're speaking the word of God. That we're speaking life. That we're speaking faith. That we're speaking in accordance to what Jesus says in his word. Amen. Otherwise, 
we're planting seeds of, of, of doubt, of unbelief, of death, then that's what the harvest is that you're going to reap. You're going to reap that harvest. You know, oftentimes people wonder why they're going through such difficulties. But if you sit and examine what you're speaking, a lot of times people who are experiencing difficulties are speaking the issue. They're speaking the issue, whether it's in sickness, whether it's in, you know, finances, whether it's in, you know, just family life or emotions. Oftentimes, more times than not people are speaking the issue and why and what's happening is they're reaping more of that same issue because that's what they're speaking we have to speak the word of God and breakthrough and faith and victory that Jesus says we have amen amen so that that right there I just you know what I just got to say it run with so, it I'm, run I'm with just it. gonna I'm just gonna go say it so if your thinking isn't right come on then your speaking won't be right. Correct. So then it goes right back to your thinking. What area are you unsubmitted to in the word of God? What area are you not yielding to in the word of God? So Come good. on. Or you've not allowed your that word to, to envelop you or, or wash through you or mm. recreate within you because the word is creative. Amen. That's right. And it's a power that can recreate. That's right. That's so right. it can recreate thought lines. It can recreate the, the, the speech lines. It can recreate everything because it's a creative power. It's the creative power that in Hebrews 11.3, it says the word of God is what created all things That's right. that you see. And so in that, right, you've got to allow that creative word to work on your thinking. And as you do, your speech will change. So when there's blessings and cursings coming out of a believer's mouth, Come listen, right. it's just a place that needs to be yielded to God. It's a place that needs to be submitted to his word mm -hmm. so that there can sure. be transforming change. And look, you might as well not lie to yourself. If the two things are coming out, just go and lay before God and say, God, I'm going to zip this right. shut and I need you to reveal in me what needs to be changed. Give me a word to speak over this area. Give me something to rest on in your word. And the Holy Spirit is faithful. He's loving and caring. He'll He'll give you that word through his word yes. that you can stand on for your freedom. Yes, come on, come that on. you'll receive that freedom. And then as you do, you'll see an absolute change in that character area, whatever you're dealing with, right? A transforming change that will change your speech. Come on. Amen. Come on. Hallelujah. That is it. And, and they're, that? they're all there. <laughs> <laughs> How was that, Dana? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Let's see. Take my money. Take my money. <laughs> you know, no, but here's the thing. I hate the devil so much. Come on. I hate him. I, mm, I stink and hate the devil. Listen, that's the thing, you guys, too, is, you know. Yes, you David. To, Come on. That's good. That's right. That's right. Steve, that's good. And that, listen, that, you know, at some point, that that's why it's important to get into the word. At some point, you have to get sick and tired of being sick and tired and sick and tired of being beat up that you're like, you know what, I got, 
I mean, you got to get in your word, right? You got to get in your word. You should be getting into it because if you're not increasing in it, if you're not getting to know Jesus through his word, you're not, if you're not increasing, you're only decreasing. You guys, you're not there. If there's, if you're not going forward, you're going backward, period. There's no in between. You're not just coasting. You might feel like you're coasting, but don't let your emotions deceive you. If you're not progressing in the word and mm. in your relationship with Jesus, you are degressing. You're going back. Okay. So it's Man, important that you are pressing in to the word of God, that you're getting into the word, that you're sick and tired of being beat up by the enemy and that you're making, you're, you're willing to sit down and say, okay, instead of watching my evening TV or instead of, you know, doing my, you know, whatever the case is, what, what going with my friend or, or, uh, you know, uh, watching my favorite show or whatever. I don't know what it is. Okay. Whatever it is for you. Instead of doing that, God, I'm going to make a point to carve out time daily with you. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to make a choice to get into my word. I'm going to read the word. I'm going to get it into my heart. I'm going to allow you to build your character and your nature into me. And I'm going to, uh, allow you to bring freedom lord in areas that i need freedom because i'm tired of getting beat up by the enemy amen you know we have to be aggressive and have this attitude and have the attitude of i stink and hate the devil he has no part of me he has no place in my life he has no place in my thinking he has no place in my emotions he has no place in my speaking and therefore he has no place in my believing amen instead of just whining and and, and moaning and complaining Oh, things are hard. Things are this. Things are that. Why is this not working? Why? Well, come on. All the answers are in the word of God. All the answers lie in this Bible. All the answers are when you sit before God and you say, because he will speak to you. He does speak to you when you sit and say, okay, God, what is, what is going on? What's the issue? What is happening, Lord? Because there, you know, there's an area that I need breakthrough. So you need to show me what the root is and you need to show me what scripture I can stand on in your word. That's what we need to do. And we need to meditate on the word, get it in our heart. Amen. Sorry, I just I'm just jumping on the soapbox. Say just look at me at me like I'm nuts. I like it. But because it's good. I, I, I hate good word. because I, I hate the enemy. I come and hate the devil, man. I hate that he even thinks that he can come against, you know. Huh? Don't say that about me. Speak loud. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at your face right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's good. I'm just feeding on it. <laughs> just kidding. Come like, on, like, I'm like this. On it. I'm like, <laughs> no, man, this is I know. good. I'm, I'm, this is good. This I'm, is good. I'm teasing you. I'm Come teasing on, this is good. That's, but no, you have to get the, you have to. <laughs> there you go. That's the fact, Jack. Take it to the bank. You That's have... it, Frank. And cash that check, Hector. <laughs> You have, Come on. You, Come have on. you have to get aggressive in that though. That yes. you're just like yes. everything you do is to flip and kick the devil in the teeth, to destroy the kingdom of darkness, to press in and and, and, and into places of victory, maybe that you need Come victory on. in Jesus. But to kick the devil in the teeth, amen, and to lay hold of everything that Jesus has for you and and resist the devil and get aggressive and saying, you are not taking what is mine. I'm not letting you take what is mine any longer, amen. I'm not letting you steal from me any longer because this is mine through the word. Get back, you foul devil of hell. I love that, James. That's that Man, I love that. Humble yourself, submit to God. 
and the devil will flee. That's a, Come that's, on. That, and that's a that, key. That's that a key right is there. the key to it all right there. And I'm glad you posted that, uh, James, because listen, I'm telling you, what do you do? You have to submit to God in your thinking. You've got to submit to God's word. You've got to submit to him. Amen. Come on. Come on. In his word. Come on. In his word. You've got to realize that this word is God. I mean, come on. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Come on. So you know that this word is the very word of God himself. Yes, this is the living, life. active, powerful word that that through his Lord. grace and mercy, God made sure that we had an account of it. And yes, listen to amen. this right here. Having faith in God is having faith in his word. Right. Because you cannot separate God from his word. They are one in the same. Mm -hmm. Come on. Because Jesus is the word. Therefore, John 17 says, the Father, the Son, and the Holy That's Ghost right. are one. Hallelujah. So we know that the word is one with God. He says in um, Psalm 138, verse 2, I, I magnify, listen to this, I magnify my word above even my very name. He says, I've magnified Jesus above my name. I've magnified Jesus above my creation. I've magnified Jesus above all that I've made. Come yes, on. So amen. therefore he's saying, as you put your faith and trust and submit yourself to the word, right. you'll be transformed in change from the inside, ready? And your speech from the inside that proceeds from your heart will be edifying, life-giving, life-changing, yes, healing, amen. and restoring, come on, amen. everywhere you go, my amen. God, because you have, 1 John 4, 4, the Holy Spirit who abides on the inside of you, who is the power, who is the greater power than any power upon the this earth. There's no electricity. There's no power. There's no nuclear bomb. There's nothing that's greater than Jesus, the Holy Ghost who's dwelling and that's abiding right. on. on the inside Amen. of you. He's the devil. He, that's why. Because he lives and dwells in you. You're a devil stomper. You're taking over territory. You're occupying. You're right. destroying that's the right. enemy's camp everywhere you go. That's you right. go from victory to victory. You're not defeated. You've been empowered That's by right. heaven itself, by the blood of Jesus, by the name of Jesus, by the living word of God. My God, hallelujah. He's given you authority. <laughs> He's given you dominion. He's given you all you need hallelujah. for victory in this life. It's the mystery according to Colossians 1.27. The mystery, the mystery. What's the mystery? Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christ in in you, the power of heaven, Christ in you that overcomes every death, devil, and hell that would want to come against you. See, when you fill yourself with this word, there's it's the good news of the gospel. No, look, 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 look. It's not, oh, 
no, it's all, no, no, we're broken, we're busted, we're disgusted, all this, no, 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 that's not the gospel. My word says we're above and not beneath. My word says, this Bible says that Jesus paid the price. He he came, he suffered, he died, so you and I could be free to live the good life, to live the life of abundance, to live the life of more than enough, to live the life that the devil's under our feet. Come on, he came to destroy Acts 10.38. Jesus was anointed by God to destroy the works of the devil. You know, Jesus had to submit himself in every way, just like you and I. And God anointed him. And Isaiah 61 says, God anointed us to (laughs) preach the God. My God, you hear me going. God anointed (laughs) you and me that we should go forward in power and might. What with rightful thinking, according to the word, rightful believing in God, submitted to him, our words will align with him and we will have victory everywhere (laughs) we go. I'm sorry. Now let me put my arm back there. Let me put my arm back. (laughs) Okay. Your turn. I'm yes, amen. That's good. Hallelujah. Whew, man. So you feel that? That's anointing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me get this. I'll take it. I'll take all the anointing. I'm good. Come on. Why don't you? It breaks the hold of the devil. Amen. Come on, and I just tell you today, it breaks the hold of the devil off of you. The good news of the gospel. Come on, I believe that there's been, now I just want to say this. You know what? Sometimes the devil tries to come in and mess with us. And I want to tell you today, if the devil's been messing with you in your thinking, if the devil's been messing with you and act just different things, I want to tell you right now, in the name of Jesus, We submit ourselves to the living word of God. We submit ourselves unto God and the devil shall flee from us. Hallelujah. So Father, I thank you. We submit ourselves into your word. We submit ourselves unto your love. We submit ourselves, Father, unto you. And I thank you as we do. The devil's hold is broken. We submit to the blood of Jesus. I thank you every attack that the enemy has been raising up against men and women here on this replay or this live broadcast is broken in the name of Jesus through humbling ourselves right now under your mighty hand. Every attack that the enemy has planned, tried to prosper against you, let it be brought to nothing now in Jesus' name. As we submit to the blood, as we submit to the word, hallelujah, in Jesus' mighty name, in Jesus' mighty name, there it goes, in Jesus' mighty name, hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, if you agree with me on that right now, just pump in there, amen, Amen. or hallelujah, amen, Amen or hallelujah, come on, right now, amen, hallelujah, agree with that right now, I love what you put, Steve, come on, and then they shall act. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, sorry, I was going to oh, say. Go ahead. No, 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 no. And then you shall ask whatever you desire. It shall be done unto you. I was just going to say, I'm pretty fired up. I'm actually, I'm, I'm pissed at the stinking devil. I'm ready to go win some souls. 
Hallelujah. Right. That, that's how you get the devil in the teeth. You go win souls. Hallelujah. You lay hands on the sick and you see them healed. Amen. Come on, I'll Shelby. Come on, Shelby. Come on. Fired up against Hallelujah. Yes. Manny, come on. Marnie. Marnie. My sister Marnie. So, Steve, listen, David, Auntie K. Howe, come on, put your amen or hallelujah in there right now. Come on, just put it in there. Shoot. So, what about what about people who are not saved or who don't know Jesus? Are they able to walk in this freedom? Come on. I... <laughs> listen, now I remember years ago when I was broken, busted, disgusted, messed up, <laughs> twisted up. I was in cell seven, amen, tier Shelley. two. And I found a Bible. Listen to me. Come on. And it wasn't until, you know, I couldn't have access to any of what we were talking to unless I first believed that Jesus was That's right. and is. Come That's on. Right. So if you've heard this word here today and you're saying in your heart, you know what? I need to connect with this. Maybe you're on the replay. Now's not the time to jump off. Listen, maybe you're on the replay. Maybe you're on the live right here. Come on. Now's the time to share this message. Come on. And let me tell you, God can change and transform things in a second. So I want to encourage you right now. Maybe hell hit your life like a Mack truck and knocked you off course. And you're saying, you know what? I don't know what happened. I don't even know where I've been the last month, but or the last year, or the last two years, or last six months, or last three months. I don't even know. But today, after hearing this message, I know that I want to come back and be on fire for God. Maybe, maybe that's you. But listen, maybe you've never confessed Jesus as your Lord and Savior. The word says, whomever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Come on. I was a whomever and you're a whomever. Whomever believes this, you shall be saved. So listen, there's one prayer that fits all, and I want to pray that prayer with you Amen. and for you Amen. right now. Say this after me and mean it from the bottom of your heart. Come on. Say, dear Lord Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus. Come into my heart. Come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me and cleanse me. Wash me and cleanse me. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. That you set me free. That you set me free. That you're coming back for me again. That you're coming back for me again. And I thank you, Jesus. And I thank you, Jesus. That you rose on the third day. That you rose on the third day. Fill me. Fill me. With the Holy Spirit. With the Holy Spirit. Of promise. Of promise. To be my comforter. To be my comforter. To always be with me. To always be with me. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For the Holy Spirit. For the Holy Spirit. Now give me a passion for the lost. Give me a passion for the lost. A hunger and thirst for the things of God. A hunger and thirst for the things of God. And a holy boldness. And a holy boldness. To preach your gospel. To preach your gospel. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. I am forgiven. I am forgiven. I'm on my way to heaven. I'm on my way to heaven. Because I have Jesus in my heart. Because I have Jesus in my heart. Hallelujah. Come on, as a minister Amen. of the gospel of Jesus Christ, I want to let you know right now that you are on your way to heaven and that you are forgiven of your sins. Remember, run to God and not from God That's because right. he has a wonderful and marvelous plan. That's right for your life amen and listen you guys we will be back hallelujah. tomorrow morning regular time um and i don't know i kind of almost want to do this again and hit those three points and lay it out like i don't know we might do this again 
We'll see. We'll see. We might. We might. Maybe we can these. start. We didn't from... even get to the third one, but we might hit this again. The three points and just break it down a little more. So because when your thinking's right, your believing will be right, and then your speaking always lines up. Yeah. Yeah. So... Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. <laughs> Ready? I love you. Right there. I love you. <laughs> yeah, you're something else. Out of the abundance of the heart. I love you. You're something else. Love you too. <laughs> oh, man. Laying it on thick. Well, listen. Hey, that's not thick. No, I know. Well, I that, know. that was just like, you know, like. Out of the abundance of the heart. Those of, of us who have like little mm -hmm. kids, you know, like when they're in trouble or something, <laughs> or they do something they're not supposed to, and they turn around and look at you and say, Mama, I love you. I love you or whatever. And you're like, <laughs> that's what it felt like right now. <laughs> Listen, we love you guys. We bless you. We love you guys, see you guys so tomorrow much. Morning. Bless you. Seven o'clock really quickly. I want to um, put this out there. You guys, we have a women's conference coming up at the end of August. I'm going to post that. Um, so please make sure that you save the day, you guys. I'm excited for what the Lord is going to do in that. Amen. I believe that he's going to, uh, touch, uh, the women here in Hawaii. Amen. And so I'm going to post that. Please make sure that you save the date. And, um, and I just want to just put this out here. Listen, you guys, we're going for souls. We're pressing into Jesus. We're, we're, we're moving forward with things that he's placed on our heart to do like this women's conference. We're talking about doing a, a healing, uh, like a healing tent revival possibly here at the end of possibly the summer. We'll see. Yeah. And so if you guys want to. We're coming up soon. I'm telling you, it's coming up, coming soon. up soon. If you guys want to partner with us and you want to sow into souls, um, ask the Lord what he would have you do and, and be obedient to give. Amen. If you want to partner with us, give into this ministry. Uh, again, we're going Come for on. souls. Connect your finances to souls. Amen. On the header of this video, there's several ways you can give. PayPal, Venmo, Cash App. He said, when's the men's conference? I don't know, man. Hey. Can't ask this dude. <laughs> so, um, so listen. James. He, he's like, don't worry, don't worry, something's cooking. So listen, you guys, we love you. Be sure and share the broadcast. Hello, Michael. God bless you guys. And um, and we will see you guys tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. Hawaiian Standard Time. Ooh. Bye. Auntie KH says we want more Bye. Jesus. Amen. More Come Jesus. Come we, on. We press in. Press in. Go spend some time with Jesus today. And make, Win some souls. And make sure. That's what I was going to say. Make Win sure, souls. Make sure you share somebody. Share Jesus with somebody today. Wreck hell wherever you go. Because the anointing of God that's is right. on your life. Come on. Isaiah 61. And you are anointed for such a time as this. Go wreck hell. Come, Come on. on. Hallelujah. Let's do it. Come on. Let's lock arms and do it together. Amen. Love you guys. Let's see it. you tomorrow morning. Say bye, friend. Bye, friend. <laughs> Bye, guys. Mm.